What is up? DGA Effers. We are here talking about being a control freak. I mean, aren't we all control freaks? I'm the worst. I'm really working I'm, on it. I'm bad too, but I will say Jonah's worse. Yeah. Um, but we all have psycho controlling like tendencies where we just want things to be perfect and we want it to go the way we want it to go. And we think we're the only ones that can do it. Um, and I feel like we're all guilty of that. Yeah. And so how do we, cause it's not that healthy. <laughs> um, it's not a great thing. No, it's not <laughs> something that I'm proud of. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm just saying I am self-aware enough to like realize this is something that I really need to work on. Like, I feel like a little bit of like you caring, obviously, and like really wanting something to go well or something to be produced well, like that's good. Yes. So when, when it gets bad is when your like anxiety is going like through the roof because of it. Maybe your happiness is definitely tampered because of it. Um, so that's, we don't want you to get to the point where that's happening. No, no. If you're experiencing anxiety and you feel like you're, you really are the only person that can do it right. And, and you're kind of snippy with people or, or maybe you're just completely overwhelmed. I mean, it happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us. So yep. we give you some tips in this episode, just kind of helping you become more self-aware. And I feel like literally that's the theme of this, the DGAF podcast. I think it is. Is self-awareness. Self-awareness. In every freaking area. Yeah. Like self-awareness within your own like health journey, self-awareness within your relationship with other people, self-awareness if you're a business owner and like you're a leader and people look up to you. Mm -hmm. I mean- you can become a control freak in so many areas of your life. And sometimes like there are certain areas where you're not a control freak. Mm -hmm. And then there's certain areas where you are such a control freak that it's like taking over that aspect of your life and you're not fulfilled in that area. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you bring up other relationships too, because if you are struggling with any personal relationships or even professional relationships right now in your life, Take a look at what's going on and how you're feeling because it could have something to do with you feeling the need to control things. And, you know, keep in mind, everybody does things in their own way. Everybody does things differently. If you expect other people to do things the same exact way you do, mm -hmm. they're not going to. And you're going to be let down every time and you're going to be frustrated. And then that leads to that feeling of like, I have to do it because I'm the only one who can do it right. <laughs> Totally. So if this is relating and you're like, oh my God, I'm a super control freak in this, 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 and this area, or maybe you're like, I don't know, am I a control freak? This episode's for either person, um, whether you're admitting it or you don't know if you are. Um, we have, we talk a lot about, um, I would say, like mindset and, and all of that on our fit and social page. We do talk about it on our business page, but obviously it's more geared towards business. So this episode I feel like is more like the whole uh, picture, like the whole wellness picture and how to not let the controlling natures of our crazy ass brains make us have so much anxiety that we don't put ourselves first anymore and like all that other stuff happens. So if that is interesting to you, um, we have an Instagram account. It is at fit.and.social where we post all kinds of beautiful content like this uh, to really help you overcome any negative thought patterns, but also help you like fall in love with yourself and feel self-confident, all the things. We also have a business profile as well on Instagram where we talk 
more so, I mean, we can talk control freaks in terms of business, but oh, that's yeah. not what this one's about. Um, but that is at WOVM underscore Lauren and Jenna. Um, so feel free to follow along with those two accounts because I think we're pretty consistent in terms of how we approach mindset practices on each side. Obviously, we're talking to two different people. Mm-hmm. on each side. Yeah. And it's cool because we can put different spins on, you know, like we were talking emotional cycle of change some days and we're talking guilt and you have that in your personal life. You have it in your business. So it, it really can mm-hmm. relate in different ways. So, mm-hmm. all right. So if you like this, like I said, go listen. Also, you can write us a review too. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't go listen, go follow is what I meant to say. Go follow the Instagram account. Yeah. Oh you're already here and you're listening. Although I guess if you're watching this on the fit and social page, cause we do post our videos there then you do want to go listen to this whole episode. Maybe that's what you subconsciously meant. Yes. That's it. And you can listen to our podcast called Demand Growth Act Fearlessly on Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. Is it called Apple Podcasts? Yes, I think. I don't know. Um, iTunes. Yes. <laughs> Anchor. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. That podcast exists. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA effer, like don't give a or get it. (laughs) Oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. Dive right into the topic that I feel like Jenna and I could talk about for days is how to tame your control freakness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally days, days on days on days. And as we're recording this, you know, I feel like it's coming at a perfect time for me because I I want everything in place. I want everything perfect. I want to be able to like envision exactly how things are going to be and right now at this point in my life I I can't do that right because my daughter is due in less than three months we are officially in the third trimester and we still don't have a house we like there's so much that's just up in the air like I can't control it and I can't drive myself freaking nuts over it either Yes. So this, I guess, episode is for, you know, people who have like more of a perfectionist mindset. You don't even have to be like a perfectionist. It's just like, you know, you're trying to control certain aspects of your life. And sometimes you find yourself driving yourself insane because you're like pushing against this force that's pushing you backwards, but you're like so stubborn that you keep pushing at it and it just keeps shoving you back and then you just get so frustrated. And I've been kind of experiencing that too. Um, you know, and I, I have like, I'm more of the competitive person. So like I will 
try to control things um, when I feel like I need to be competitive in that like kind of headspace or I, you know, I want to be the best at something. And so I'll find myself trying to control stuff and it drives me insane. But when it comes to motherhood, since we're both, you know, pregnant and about to have babies and controlling things is something that you have to really let go of <laughs> as a mom. Um, just even preparing now that I know like when my C-section date is, by the way, when you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure I think I have Kip at this point, but as we're recording this, uh, I do not. He's in my stomach at this point. So um, this is kind of weird because you're probably like, wait a minute, you gave birth to Kip and you're talking like you haven't. Um, that's because we pre-recorded this for our maternity leave. But anyways, um, the things that are kind of going on in my head with like a scheduled C-section is, well, I need to have all of these things in place before I have the C-section. And yeah, there's things that you want to have in place, like the baby's like got a bassinet, like things like that, like a place for it to sleep and, you know, kind of a routine, like where are you going to change diapers and do all that stuff. But I can't control A, how my C-section is going to go. I can't control my recovery. I can't control if he's going to sleep or how breastfeeding is going to go. Like I can't control any of that right now. And I just, I feel sometimes I find, I find myself sometimes wanting to have things in place so that I can control that when he's born. But I'm like, but what's most likely going to happen is that nothing is going to happen the way that I think it's going to. Um, so I guess let's talk about like, what, what is something that you can kind of have in place, I guess, in control. I don't really like that word. But what are things like mindset wise or task wise that you kind of have to let go of? Everything. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think the thing that has helped me the most just in the past couple of weeks, even is going back to that self-awareness piece and seriously just having the, the mindset in place to be able to check myself. Mm -hmm. If you do one thing, like just put that on a freaking post-it, tape it to your wall, put it on your car mirror, like put it everywhere. Because when you're, when you overthink things and you feel like you're out of control and all of this, you have to be able to, to take a step back and reflect and think about what you need in the moment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, even for me this morning, I'm, I am, I used to have this belief that like, if my morning routine was not set in stone and I couldn't get all of my things done, that I was failing at my morning routine. And I know that sounds really dumb, but it may not sound dumb to a lot of you because I feel like a lot of times our clients, when we first start working together, it's like, yeah, you know, we, we give you all these examples of things you can do in your morning. It doesn't mean you have to do them all. Right. Um, but like even this morning, you know, I got up and we had long story yesterday, um, we ended up offering on the first house that we were like really excited about. And we found out right before we went to bed that they went with a different offer and we didn't get it. It's just, it's fine. I mean, that is a whole nother podcast to talk about how we handled that whole situation, but I'm a firm believer. Like the universe is guiding us toward whatever we're supposed to be in. So like that just wasn't our house. And I think I was more upset at like, the fact that now we're just like back to square one. Like I wasn't that upset about that house. Anyway, anyway, not the point. The point is I woke up this morning and I'm like, okay, 
what do I need today? Do I need to do this in my entire routine and get myself organized and do all this stuff? Or what do I feel? How am I feeling? And then my mom was like, Hey, she's like, I'm going to take the dog to the park. We're going to go on a walk. Do you want to go? And I'm like, actually, yeah, I kind of do. Cause normally I tell her no, but I have all this like, you know, stuff I have to get done or you and I are working or we're doing something. And I'm like, actually, yeah, let's do that. Cause I don't have anything to do until 1230 today. Right. So we went, I didn't, you know, I wasn't on social media. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't journaling. I didn't read. I didn't do any of the things. I just went on a two mile walk with my mom and her dog and we got to play with goats along the way. And it was great. And I think, you know, when you're, you try so hard to like structure everything and control everything, sometimes it can be detrimental. Yeah. And then you have to think, like you said, about what you need in the, in the moment. Cause like right now for me, as you know, we're recording this, um, you know, I know a big, like I'm very close to another giant life change that's about to happen. Right. And my morning routine looks nothing actually right now looks nothing like it did. Like, I don't even know, like a month or two ago. Like it doesn't look the same. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because I'm prioritizing different things in the morning. Like I'm prioritizing talking to my husband and like sitting down and, and hanging out with Cameron in the morning too, just like the two of us, when normally I would probably be outside journaling or outside reading my book. I've kind of not, I'm not really doing that at, like very often. I will pull my journal out when I feel like I really need to dump things out of my brain. Um, but really my morning right now looks like me waking up. I'm still drinking my water because that makes me feel really good in the morning. And then I usually drink my pre-workout. I get my workout done and then I just hang out with my family, um, as you know, hang out with Cameron or hang out with Nick. And it's been really helping kind of take those other things that I used to do in the morning that also help me. But right now I feel like I need something else. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, yeah, and I think it's, it's yeah. just, you have to be self-aware and like lean into what you need. And I mean, yeah. perfect example, one of our, I woke up to a message this morning we checked in with our business clients. We have like a group chat for everyone who does our women on a virtual mission. And one of the, our clients had messaged the group and was like, guys, I'm struggling today. Like she, um, she has a full-time job, but she works 12 hour shifts. So her goal right now is, you know, she's, obviously got her full-time job. She has kids, she's a wife, and she's building this business on the side to eventually become her full-time business. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to balance all of that. And so she was like, you guys, I'm really struggling. Like I just worked three 12 hour shifts in a row. And I woke up this morning and I just feel like I don't want to work on, I don't want to do anything. Right. And we're like, well, no shit. <laughs> like neither would I, no one would. That makes sense because you've spent the last, you know, 36 hours or well, not really, but you know what I mean? You've spent all that time pouring into other people at your job. Like you, your cup is empty right now. Like you've not done anything for you. And so I think sometimes we just need that permission to be like, Oh, okay. Like I don't always have to be controlling things. I don't always have to be, you know, making all these productive moves because a lot of being productive is resting and relaxing and like getting your energy back up so that you can focus on those things. So it was funny because then, you know, a few of the other of our other clients chimed in and they were going back and forth and, and the one was like, 
dude, go take a nap. And yeah. she's like, that sounds amazing, actually. And so that's what she decided to do. She's going to take a nap. And then when she feels better, which she will, after she does that, she's going to get back into the business. So yeah, well, I think that's the biggest misconception is, especially as women, we think that, you know, we need to be work, like being productive 90% of the time, and then only like a 10% or even smaller percentage of actually like taking care of ourselves and like resting and letting things kind of just like, I need to veg out real quick. I need to just watch some TV. I need to just go take a nap. I need to go on a walk. I need to go call my best friend and talk to her for a while. Like, but really you're right. It should be flipped. Like, I feel like we should be preparing ourselves for like, like resting when we need rest. And I know sometimes it depends on the season of life, but even just acknowledging when you're overly tired or acknowledging when you've been spinning your wheels for so long. Like I, that's, I mean, me and my husband even talked about that. You know, we kind of gotten a little argument like last week and I said, we cannot let like our one-on-one time go for this long, like not being able to hang out with each other or go on a date or even just sit and talk to each other. Cause you know, you can get caught up in like, we're working, we have, we have a kid and you know, I'm working and all of these things are happening. But it's like when we took that second and said, Hey, let's go to dinner or Hey, let's, um, like, let's just order groceries together in the morning. Like just making that little effort really like rejuvenated both of us. And we felt so much better, but it's like, you push all of that stuff off. Cause you feel you need to be grinding mm-hmm. all the time and it's not okay to take a break. And I know this is episodes kind of like shifting from like grinding all the time to taking a break, but that's the control freak though. Like if you are in that control freak mindset, you're going to literally work yourself to death mm-hmm. and then you're going to like freak out instead of taking that time for yourself earlier before the freak out happens. Um, I feel like that is something that I have, I constantly have to work on is not letting it get to like that boiling point. Um, like holding things in, holding things in and just keep putting my head down, keep doing, keep doing, keep doing. It's like, we've got to acknowledge it when it's happening and try to work through it right then and there, instead of just saying, Oh, I'll wait, I'll just wait to deal with this later. Cause it, it comes out really aggressive <laughs> for me at least and bad. And then I start crying and it's not a good, it's not a good look. <laughs> Well, no. And I think, I think that goes, that goes for really any situation that you're in. Like, if you feel like you are trying to control everything, it's probably because you're just, you're stressed and you're probably stressed because you're doing so many freaking things. So you, we definitely want you to, to make time for you and listen to what you need in that moment. And just, it all goes back to being self-aware. And I, I forget what book this was in, but I think back to like my college days, where, you know, if it's something, if it's like a paper or something that I like didn't want to do, but I had to, like I had a deadline to get something in. Um, I forget what book it was in, but she was basically saying like, dude, look, if you know that you're a procrastinator and you're going to do this paper the last day that it's due, like, like lean into it, like give yourself permission to just do that. Like if it's due Friday and you're not going to start it until Thursday anyway, but you're like, why think about it and stress about it and beat yourself up over it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, like just 
tell yourself, okay, I'm going to start it Thursday and I'm going to get it done because I work well under pressure anyway. And then enjoy those three days of your week. And I feel, and it was interesting to hear that, that viewpoint because it, it is what we do. We tend to be like, we just overthink everything and it's always replaying in our head, like of what we should be doing or, or, you know, all, all the shoulds and woulds and coulds and all of that is, can be so hard on you. But when you give yourself permission to just take a break and enjoy your life and then hit the gas when you need to, I think you're really going to see a big shift in the way that you feel. Yeah. I just think we don't pause enough in, in the day, like when we're feeling anxious or like we're trying to control everything, you might not even know that you're trying to control everything, but you know what it feels like. Like maybe even right now, as we're talking about this, like think of some times where you were trying to control everything. Cause you can think about it in the past. Like, Oh, I remember this time when I was trying to control the situation and I lost my shit and it didn't go well. And like, whatever, just pinpoint that scenario. And like, what were some triggers like physically, like, was there anything physically going on? Um, like, were you getting short of breath? Were you starting to like, maybe, maybe you like bite your nails? Like, is there things that start happening physically to you when you feel like you can't control everything and you're like stressing out about it? Because actually I had a call with one of our, our clients, our business clients, um, I actually hired her on for her service that we helped her build, which is really funny. Um, but I was like, I needed to do a call with her and just about like the whole pregnancy anxiety and like having this baby and all the things. And she was like asking me like, well, what are some of the symptoms, like physical symptoms that you feel when you start, um, like getting angry or, you know, the things that start happening in your body physically. I'm like, well, I start noticing that you know, I'm starting, I have to keep taking deep breaths because I can't catch my breath. And I'll also notice that like, I can't focus on something. So I'll be, you know, I'll be over here looking at this and then this will distract me. And I just feel myself being pulled in all different directions. And I've never like present on one thing. Like I physically can't do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so she just like gave me some tips like, okay, well in those moments when you're experiencing that, you need to pause, you need to like, she gave me a meditation to do, but also like, if you're not into that, I know my office for me, like in the one room in my house, it, the office and the gym, we have like a little, it's not a gym. So I don't think I have like this mansion with a gym. It's like literally like my basement where I work out. Those two spots in my house are the two spots that I always feel calm in. Like always. And I told her, I was like, it's so weird at night. If I like leave my charger in the office and I, like my phone charger and I need to go grab it, I like love being in there at night. It's weird. Cause like I, Jen and I, I mean, that's like our business where we work everything. And I feel like it's all good memories that are, that happen in there. And so she's like, okay, well, if you're feeling that physical trigger and if you're at home, maybe ask your husband or tell somebody like, I'm just going to go up my office for a second. And you just sit there like with your oils on or something, or just even just sit there and like, let it calm down or go in your basement in your gym. Not that I need to work out, but just being in that environment. Um, and so that's actually been really helping. I've been doing that and utilizing those two rooms, random tip, but it helps with my controlling mind when I'm feeling anxious. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, 
yeah, the big thing is just going back to being self-aware and really thinking about what you need. And the fact that you can say, okay, I'm feeling this way. I need to go. I need to remove myself or I need to go to the office or I need to do this. That's huge. When communicating that to people around you too, like if you're noticing you get really controlling in certain situations and maybe it's rubbing off on like your spouse or, you know, other people. I mean, I had to tell Nick, like, if you start noticing that I'm telling you, like, I'm not, I can't breathe. Or if you start noticing, I can't, I'm not focusing on things. Cause he's like, I noticed these behaviors. I was like, just say, Hey, maybe, maybe you want to go to your office. Hey, do you want to like go downstairs in the, in the basement or, you know, and so telling him that was really helpful because now he's like, okay, now I know. Cause sometimes we don't catch ourselves no. doing things in the moment. And then we try to control it and try to fix it. And then it gets worse. So yeah. maybe loved ones that are around you often as you're, you know, take that time to pause and think back to situations and those physical things that come up or mental things that come up and tell somebody about it. Yeah. I love that. I love that idea. Um, and two, what we've found is even journaling, like as you're, as you're having these thoughts and these feelings come up, if you have a hard time communicating to someone around you, some of your loved ones, it's not mm-hmm. always easy, especially when you're struggling with like anxiety and you're, you know, it's, you're dealing with your control freakness. Especially if you've let things go too long without saying something. Yeah. If, yeah. If, yes. We're all guilty of that. But if you have a hard time with that, typically, if you would just write things down and like brain dump it out of your head and then let that loved one read it. I, I have found, and I know Lauren too, like that's worked really, really well for us when you just feel like you can't even communicate the way you want to communicate. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I feel like we're going to have another version of this episode um, at some point come out when we both have babies. Cause I feel like it'll be a really good conversation in terms of like controlling, you know, your controlling nature in terms of motherhood. So maybe we'll make that another episode because this is a conversation I think we all need to just keep bringing up um, because <laughs> we're all going to fall back into our controlling ways and want life to be perfect and it's not so yay (laughs) yeah absolutely so let us know we'd love to hear from you um if you want to email us you can do that you can do uh get.fit.and.social at gmail.com or you can reach out on instagram at get.fit dot and no that's not what it is what is it at fit dot and dot social sorry uh (laughs) i don't think get fit and social exists on instagram but we can you can try that too it's not us though um anyway reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you and love to hear if any of these tips work if you've applied any of them if you plan to try them um, or if you have something else that works for you in terms of controlling behaviors we would love to hear yes totally all right until next time goodbye